Welcome to the Bible Business Plan Podcast brought to you by FlippedLifestyle.com. This is the daily devotional for Christian entrepreneurs who want to build successful Bible-based businesses of their own. I'm your host, Shane Sams. Let's open up our Bibles, get into God's Word, and hear what the Lord wants to say about business today. What's up, guys? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you're listening to the Bible Business Plan Podcast. It is great to be back with you today. Great to jump into a Bible verse, try to get a little word of God, man, firing us up for the day and getting us motivated to take our businesses to the next level, to build businesses that Christ would be proud of and lives. That's what we really want to do. We want to be able to life that Christ would be proud of. And that's what we're doing today. Today's Bible verse comes from 1st Timothy chapter six, verse 17 through 19. And it's talking about being wealthy, how to build wealth, what it means to be wealthy, and also putting wealth into perspective, putting wealth uh, in its place, so to speak, in our lives and how God views wealth and how we should interact with wealth. In first Timothy chapter six, verse 17 through 19, the Bible says, teach those who are rich in this world, not to be proud and not to trust in their money, which is so unreliable. Their trust should be in God, who richly gives us all we need for our enjoyment. Tell them to use their money to do good. They should be rich in good works and generous to those in need, always being ready to share with others. By doing this, they will be storing up their treasure as a good foundation for the future so that they may experience true life. All right, like always, we started off with the uh, New Living Translation there, but there's some really uh, good stuff in these other translations, words that the NLT doesn't use. So I'm going to go ahead and read a couple more of those. The NIV says, command those who are rich in this present world not to be arrogant. That word, I underline that one right there. Don't be arrogant or put their hope in wealth, which is so uncertain, but put their hope in God, which richly provides us with everything in our enjoyment. And the King James version uh, in that arrogant place says, charge them that are rich in this world, that they are not high minded, nor trust in uncertain riches, but the living God who giveth us richly all things to enjoy. And it goes on that says that they do good, that they be rich in good works, ready to distribute, willing to communicate, laying up in store for themselves, a good foundation against the time to come that they may lay hold on eternal life. All right, there's a lot going on here. This verse really smacked me around with its clarity and with its purpose uh, for our life. This verse is going to have a lot to do with you if you're experiencing some success, you're experiencing some prosperity, you're experiencing some gain in your life and uh, how you're going to interact with that wealth. I love the first verse where it tells us not to be arrogant. That is such an easy trap when you experience success in your business, when you make a little money, uh, when you have those first months where you make a few thousand dollars, or maybe you have a really huge windfall that kind of puts you in a really good financial position, you can become arrogant. You can start saying, yeah, I got my money. I've got money in the bank backing me up. I've got all these things surrounding me. Look what I did. I became this person. I'm going to keep getting bigger. And we start putting our trust in the money and the things and we focus all of this wealth that God's blessed us with, all of this success that we are, uh, we did our part, but we're not totally responsible for it because God puts it in our life. We get arrogant and we get, uh, our, start putting our faith in that money instead of 
God who actually gave us the wealth and the success in the first place. So God clearly here is hitting our attitude, hitting our heart, hitting uh, how we're responding to the world and how we're responding to this wealth we've been blessed with. But I love, you know, that God never leaves us hanging. He tells us exactly what to do next. You know, you might say, well, I got all this money. I got all this wealth. What am I supposed to do with it? Why can't I go buy the things I want? Why can't I just go buy anything and do anything? And why is it not all about me? And it's because God puts wealth in your life and my life in our lives. He puts prosperity in our lives for a reason. So what is that reason? He tells us in verse 18, tell them to use their money to do good. They should be rich in good works and generous to those in need, always being ready to share with others. God here is showing us in my mind that wealth is beyond money. Wealth is, uh, we have a wealth of experience. Some of us have a wealth of education. Some of us have a wealth of knowledge, a wealth of wisdom and a wealth of money. And God is saying, be generous, go out and do good works. Use your money to help people. Use your experience to help other people lift up their businesses, uh, to lift up their lives. Use your wisdom and all these things that God's put into your life so that you can go out and help people in the world. You can meet practical needs in their life and you can open doors with your good fortune for the gospel and God's message. And just like any good sales page, God puts the result. Here's the result. This is what you're going to get. This is the benefit for doing this action. By doing this, they will be storing up their treasure as a good foundation for the future so that they may experience true life. And the King James Version says that they may hold on eternal life. So God's telling us here, you know, this is what he wants us to do to set ourselves up for heaven. This is what he wants us to do on this earth with our wealth, with our blessings, with our experience. I can look back in times on our journey, you know, especially when we have windfalls, we have something really good happen and I start pulling in, I start spend, we start spending the money on ourselves. We start spending the money on our family. We start buying things and we don't think about how to bless other people. We don't think about, uh, well, how can I use this new resource to go out and lift other people up? This is a repeating temptation in my life. I know it is because there are times of boom and and you experience huge growth in your business. And the first thing you think of is, okay, how can this make me happy? How can this make my life better? How can this make my business grow even farther? And we don't think, man, you know what? Maybe God gave us this because um, some kid can't afford to go to summer camp and we need to go give that money to do that. Or maybe my friend down the road would love to start a business because he's trapped in a dead end job. And I could go spend a few hours with him and help him do that because I got plenty of money. I don't have to work on that Friday afternoon. I can take the day off. I can give some of my time to somebody else and help them. But that's not where our minds go. Our minds go to the selfishness, to the temptation, to the arrogance. And uh, that's not what we should be doing. So this verse really challenged me to think about why. Why did God put the success in your life in the first place? And then think who in our life needs our wealth and our finances, our wealth and experience, our wealth and knowledge, who has God put in our life to use that to be a blessing to them? And then how can we do that? How can we implement that? Not just think about it, not just wish for, you know, uh, a better attitude toward money and toward wealth, but how can we actually put that into place and do what God wants us to do? And he promises here, if we do that, then we are laying a foundation that is going to wildly blow up anything we can ever imagine in this world when we get to heaven. So I'm going to make two challenges today to two groups of people. Number one, if you're already a business person, an entrepreneur who's very successful 
and you know, you have margin in your budget, you've got extra money, you have control of your time. How are you using that to do good works and being generous to those in need? And for those of you who are coming up, who are building your business, who are not quite there yet, maybe you've got some debt, maybe you're working hard and you're kind of breaking even, but you know you're going to good places, you know it's going to happen, you are success-minded, and what are you going to do when you get there? Have a plan in place so that you can avoid the arrogance, you can avoid being high-minded or selfish with the wealth that God is going to give you. Think about what you're going to do with it. How can you build a business that can bless other people? And it will help you to be ready for when that moment comes. Hey, guys, that is all the time we have for today. So thank you so much for listening to the Bible Business Plan Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the Bible Business Plan Podcast on iTunes so that you can get your devotional in every single day. And if you could, please leave a review that really helps us reach more people and spread the word. We'd also love to hear what you have to say about our Bible verses that we go over each day on the podcast. So make sure you join our free Facebook group. You can find that group by going to Facebook and searching for Bible Business Plan, or you can go to BibleBusinessPlan.com and we will have a link to the group for you to click. We are out of time today, so don't forget between now and next time we're on the air, open your Bible, study God's word, and do everything you can to build a business that Christ would be proud of. We'll see you then. 